What's going on, everybody? This is the Searching for Something podcast. We look at everything and anything from every angle to see if there's something worth talking about. And today, I'm going to be having the privilege of talking to Deshaun Neal. And Deshaun, are you black? No comment. Yeah, okay, yeah, I am black. <laughs> I'm just I'm looking at your hair, and I feel like if people look you up on Instagram, they're like, who's this Puerto Rican? <laughs> Yes, I am also Puerto Rican. Oh, you're Puerto Rican. So, like, what are you? I'm black, white, and Puerto Rican. Oh, okay. What's the the dominator of that three? Probably the black and the Puerto Rican. Black and the, but of the three, are of you the like three? I would say probably black. Black. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm really curious to understand your story because I feel like you have had an interesting come up from when I've known you being in school and you know, the reputation that you had there to who you are today, I feel like you've definitely evolved as just like a character from the beginning. So I'm just curious. Let's just bring it back. Like, where are you from? Okay, so I'm from uh, from Bellingham. You were born in Bellingham? Yeah. Like St. Joseph Hospital? Yeah. No way. Yeah. You St. Joe baby. Yeah, St. Joe baby. Okay, I'm a St. Joe baby. <laughs> Shit, all right. I like this guy now. <laughs> so St. Joe baby, you know, uh, lived there for until like fifth grade, then moved to Linden. Linden, Washington? Yeah, and I lived in an abusive household. My mom was a druggie. An abusive household? Yeah, my mom was a druggie. And uh, I don't remember what she did, but... This is in, so up until fifth grade, this is when you were around the abusive environment and there's drugs around? It, the abuse didn't really come until later. So when did that come? So once I moved to uh, Linden, before that, a little bit before that, my mom got a new boyfriend and he had schizophrenia, but it wasn't as bad as it was few years later down the road so once we moved to linen it started picking up because they both were drug abusers you know they they did heavy drugs like heroin and and other uh, other substances i'm not really sure but i know the other one for a fact and uh, um that started kicking his schizophrenia in making it you know start to just explode act up act up that's the that's the right word and so he started to think my mom was cheating. Just super paranoid. Super paranoid. No, he it got to a point where uh, he he said God told him that she was cheating on him. Was she? No. 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 This was all in his head. Like Damn. he would flip out, and he like there was this one time we were at uh, it was like we were watching a UFC fight. This was um, at my mom's buddy's house. Also, my cousins, like, relatives, kind of, like, things. It was like that. So we're all watching it. He starts acting up, starts getting, like, crazy, starts talking about, like, how she's cheating on him, this, this, and that. And so, how old were you? Uh, I probably was, like, uh, I want to say nine or ten. Nine or ten. Something around there. Just a little Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah, just a little Puerto Rican boy. Um, so I, she slammed, my, my little sister was born at the time, had been born a couple years back before we moved. And 
she, my mom was holding her, and he slammed her up against a fish tank. And so I, you know, I jumped in, tried to jump in at least with my size. I was small. I was super skinny. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're a little kid. Yeah. And so I uh, got pushed off, thrown off, then a big fight broke out. And then there would be times at the house where he's, he's almost broke my arm. He's, he's punched me, thrown me against a wall, slammed my head against the wall, choked me out. Bunch of bunch of little, little things. This is as you're nine, ten years old. Yeah, so like nine, ten, eleven, and twelve, around that like. So from like nine to twelve, this yeah. was your life. Yeah. So, uh, so the reason I finally got out of there and moved in with my other family is because uh, he he left a lot of bruises on me one night, and I went to my church and uh, my pastor called. And they came to take pictures, you know, like a whole like investigation broke out, took pictures, all this and that. Whoa. Um, for CPS, and so I got taken to the police station. I made a bunch of phone calls, got picked up, and went to Blaine. Sheesh. That's, it's great that you had a community that you could go to. Like, was church always a part of your life? Uh, I mean, when I was younger, I was raised in the Catholic, I was going to Catholic churches more. Um, so I ended up converting to Catholic, um, Catholicism, to be, yeah, Catholicism. And, uh, but at my mom's house, I was Christian. I just, I liked going to the youth groups and all of that. You know, they were really fun. I got to see a lot of my friends mm-hmm. and I got really close with the pastor that, you know, talked at the youth groups. So how did the pastor see the bruises? Was it on I your arms? Him. Oh, you I rode him? my scooter from my house to to the church because Linden they have they have a lot of uh, churches. Mm-hmm. They they were in the Guinness World Record book I think at one point in time for the most churches. Oh yeah, like fucking straight up church capital there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You used to not be able to dance on Sundays back in the old days, I guess. Not dance on Sundays. Yeah, dance on Sundays. You couldn't like do certain things on Sundays or wear like mask. So like whenever we had Halloween, we weren't allowed to wear mask at the schools. Oh, interesting. So, uh, anyway, so I, I moved out to Blaine, right? I got picked on so bad. Wait, so before getting there, you were, like, what, 12 years old? I was 13 when I moved out. So, 13, what had just happened in your house where you got on the scooter and, and ran to the pastor? He just, I was, he. I think this was, he just, it was built up. There was a lot of, you know, he'd been doing this for a couple of years now, and it just got to a point where it was just, Enough is enough. Enough is enough, and I just left, and I just wanted to go somewhere safe. You know, my mom wasn't doing shit about it, and it, it was just, it wasn't going nowhere. So was this, like, an everyday occurrence, like, every it day? It happened, like, every other, other couple days. And he would just have some type of mental episode? Yeah. And just He'd take come it into my him. room, like, break, like, yelling my door, like, Saying that I'm knocking on the the wall or making noise or some some stupid shit like he'd find something. He used to be really cool. Like I could like he was a good guy. Like he was pretty fucking cool back in the day. Back before he started, you know, it started acting up, yeah. going crazy. But you actually liked him, like yeah. Point. We used to play video games and you know Gears of War, Batman. Used to do all of that. Like he was pretty cool. He bought me my Xbox 360. Like he was, he was, he was a pretty cool guy. Whoa. You know, I never called him dad, but like he was cool. Yeah, it's like 
he was never your dad and you always understood that but the more and more he got integrated into your life and was being that cool guy you're like oh this is a father figure no oh never thought that no no, no. But, okay never, so you he was just a cool guy just a cool guy yeah okay. no. you're like this is kind of like my big homie kind of yeah <laughs> something like that i guess okay was okay so you're like there was rapport you got he bought you video games yeah you it, was, over that. it was cool sheesh and then enough was enough yeah ran to the pastor and that's when they started doing all that pictures creating a case around it and so how did you then end up in blaine like so i got picked up by my my other family my mom's ex-boyfriend mom's ex-boyfriend picked you up yeah i he i that's my dad that you know that's i call him my dad he's been in my life since i was like 13 months old and so is that (laughs) your is that your real dad no no Oh, okay. But that's more the father figure. Yeah. That is, like, he's been there since I was, you know. So where was he during the time? (laughs) There'd be times that uh, he would, there was one time he almost busted on the door because I called him about the situation. Because my my Aurita told me never to call him because he'll end up going to jail. You know, he he he, he was very protective. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you're an innocent kid. Exactly. You can't so, defend yourself. So, uh, oh, it was actually about the situation about the at the UFC fight because he had heard about it because he used to work with the the owner of the house. Mm. So, like, he heard about it through the grapevine and he sh- he showed up. So, um, but the dude is a pussy. Like, he started crying right as he showed up. Like, he's, <coughs> like he's a pussy. But um, you still talk to him? No. Oh, who? The guy that's been in your life for 13, yeah. like since you're 13 months. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, all the time, yeah. So that guy's a pussy or the guy with schizophrenia is a pussy? The, the one with schizophrenia is a pussy. He was a, he, my, he, my dad pulled up and he was he was crying and shit. Of course, when a man shows up. Right, right, right. There's no right. child. They put a, they put a, uh, uh, he put a, a couch in front of the door. Oh my. So did he get in? Yeah, I ended up like moving the couch a little bit so he could get in, and he just did they fight? No, he was just crying in the background. He stood like ten feet away. Oh my gosh! So, <sighs> how did that like out of all the people to call when you were at the police station and you're trying to figure out where because, to live? Because I'd been wanting to move in with them when I was younger. My dad offered them ten thousand dollars to you know take you in. Yeah, instead of and. Taken from my mom and whatnot. Oh, okay. So when this happened, like, what's your mom thinking and saying? She just let it happen. Just on drugs, kind of, like, not even processing what's going on? Yeah, like, you, bro, like, I was hurt the fact that she chose him over me. You're like, why don't you just kick this man out? Yeah. Like, putting your, your kids' lives in danger is only going to get worse. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so I was hurt, but it... it if I would have stayed there and done all the extra shit, it would have been bad. Yeah. I would have ended up stabbing some dude. I got. I mean, I already got put in a mental institution, you know, at some point because I had tried to kill myself. So. How old were you when that happened? I don't even remember, man. This was during the time you're still living uh, over there? Though? Yeah, this was like middle school. And you tried to kill yourself? Yeah, I got put in a rubber room. I was in a mental institution for like five days. A rubber room? Yeah, bro. It was It was crazy. How did you try to kill yourself? I tried stabbing myself right in my chest. Right in your, just with a knife? Yeah, big ass knife. 
big ass, <laughs> big ass like fucking kitchen knife. Yeah. And you just try to put it in your chest. Yeah, my mom came out right as I was about to do it. Did any of it pierce through your skin? No. She so came out just, like I like had it on it and I was like push. It started to push. And I was about to do it slow. It is crazy part. But what was going through your head? Bro, I was just a young kid, tired of everything, and just like... Make it stop. Just make it stop. And I, you know, at that time, I couldn't process things, so I was just... Like, I needed to... I needed to... I, it was just an easy way out, and I was, I was stupid. Like, kill it switch. was dumb. It was kill switch. Boom. I just... Nothing else was going, and I just felt like the world was ending. It was the dumbest thing that I ever... Probably most biggest part of my life that I probably regret, but it is there, and it's what it is. Yeah. So when you do that, your mom comes out. Does she, like, grab your hand to, what the fuck are you doing? No, she just stops me, and then we start crying. You know, I'm a kid. I'm a little kid. So it it, it kind of was a turning point, and then we went to, like, a hospital. She took you to a hospital right after that? Yeah, we went to, like, a, um, a place, and then they sent me to, like, a mental institution in Kitsap. How were those five days? Bro, the first day was ass because I was in that rubber room, right? I had to pee in the corner. They forgot to unlock the bathroom door. And then I got moved into my room. And it was just like... What did the room look like? It was just like small. It was like a little bed. You get a couple books, you know? No color? Is this like a white room or what does it look like? I don't even remember, bro. It was so long ago. I tried to, try to blank that part out, you know? Was so, the food good? Bro, it was better than my mom's cooking. <laughs> I told her that. You're like, yo, this shit low-key kind of dank. Can I stay here another week? <laughs> <laughs> so all that happened, and then, you know, I ended up in Blaine. So because I got picked up, you know, I started, I moved in over there. So was this, you moved into Blaine after being in the mental hospital? Not like right after. This was kind of, we're jumping around a little bit. Oh, this okay. was all, the, I'm not giving like a... Line, you know, I'm just doing boom, boom, boom. If it comes up, it comes up. So yeah. Uh, so you were already in Blaine when you this had happened. The mental hospital yeah. happened back when I was like in middle school. Okay, so that's when you were like I moved to the tail end. I moved to Blaine middle of freshman year. Oh, okay. So this is like eighth grade, seventh grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. Yeah. Okay, because you were saying how you were around from nine to twelve was when all that abuse had started. So it's like it was around that time frame. Yeah. Oh, okay. 9 to 13. 9 to 13. Yes. Oh, okay. 9 to 13 years old. You got this chaos every single day. Yeah. You're like, you know what, dude? Let's just... I want to get out. Kill switch. Uh, I need something to change. Exactly. And so that's what kind of happened after I went to the pastor. And that's, you know, that's what... I was like, okay, this is what I got to do. Not not do this stupid, stupid fucking shit. Yeah. And so... Not kill yourself. Like, yeah, over... God. Yeah, exactly. So... I uh, moved to Blaine because I got all my stuff, picked it all up, you know, lived there, got picked on. First first thing that was like, people thought I was gay. People thought you were gay? People thought I was gay. What? Did, what did, like, I have no idea why, but people thought I was gay. Someone started a rumor that they thought I was gay. And did that piss you off? Bro, it did piss me off, but I didn't know about it until someone told me, and I was just like, what? They're like, hey, Deshaun, you're like, yeah, they're like, everyone thinks you're gay. Yeah, no, someone told me, I think it was Liz, Liz Fuller, yeah, told me, and she's because I used to know her back in Linden, 
And so she, she kind of vouched for me and I was like, okay, I'm not, you know, I'm not gay. I don't roll that way. Like, I don't have a problem with gay people yeah. at all. But No issue. Do what you want. But yeah, as far as I go in my brand, I, have some close I ain't friends got the logo on. Yeah, exactly. So that was kind of ass. You know, I started integrating more into the high school. Started playing more sports, doing wrestling, you know, football. Football was ass. I hated it at Blaine. They're garbage. With, that's what's crazy, though. It's like nobody knows this is what's going on in your house. Nobody knows that you have just been going through hell and back and are essentially like your soul is having a battle with itself. Bro, actually, Mr. Stevens' class, we were he told us to write a paper about uh, uh, our life. And I actually wrote everything, like all this stuff down. Like, and we were supposed to present it in front of the class. And I was, I was fine. I was open about my stuff. I don't care. Like, it's, it is what it is. It like, it's my story. Like, it happened. Can't change it. So, like, I, I had uh, said it in front of the class. And I think you were in Mr. Stevens' class, too, yeah? I was in Mr. Stevens. Yo, put that on fucking mute. I want to hear that shit. <laughs> no, it's it's like kind of every time my phone is always on mute because like when I start hearing the notifications, mm-hmm. it, I don't know what it is. It just kind of drives me crazy. It's like when somebody is eating with their mouth open and I can start hearing the chewing. It's like fucking knock that off. <laughs> Stop it right now. Did nobody teach you to clo- eat with your mouth closed? Like that's basic manners. Okay? So to me, it's like same thing. I want the phone on mute because that shit is going to start driving me crazy. Okay. So, um... But you were presenting it in front of the class? Yeah, I pre- was presenting it in front of the class. And Ms. I'm pretty sure Mr. Stevens, like, teared up a little bit, pulled me aside at the end of the class. And he was like, you know, that was amazing. I was like, you know, it's, it's what it is. You know, yeah, everybody like, loved Mr. Stevens. Yeah, great guy. You're like, this isn't a novel, gang. Like, this is my life. Exactly. So, I mean, it's not really amazing, though. <laughs> so, who's ever, whoever was in that class, you know, heard a part of my story. I don't know if they took it and just... Like Deshaun's making it up. In one ear, out the other. Yeah, like, wait, is that the gay Puerto Rican kid? <laughs> like, what the hell? Is that all y'all know about me? <laughs> uh, but you know what? I do remember every day, you, Isaac, uh, he said, you cut your hair? Did you get your hair cut? Because I remember it looked long one day, and then it looked short the next, and then it looked short, shorter the next day. <laughs> like, nah, it's just how I do it. <laughs> 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 it's like Puerto Rican magic he got. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so that's like what, what was going through your head though? Like you had just escaped turmoil. You're no longer in this house with drugs and abuse and violence. You're relocated to Blaine, new school. A lot of stuff's changed. I know. Well, and we'll get there. But I'm saying, like at that point in time in history, it's like. What's going through your head? Because you're like, oh, when you were going to Blaine, did you have high hopes? Like, oh, okay, this is going to be a good place. I'm going to have fun. So when I was younger, I had uh, went to Blaine. Yeah. Like when I was a little kid. Oh, okay. I had went to Blaine um, for a little bit. Elementary. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I had been to Blaine before. I knew it was nothing fucking special. Piece of shit school. It was garbage. <laughs> School's ass, bro. Ec- fucking <laughs> academics. Why? Trash. Border, border town. Uh, yeah, bro. <laughs> Bunch Compa- of cuts. Compared to some of the schools out in Seattle. More money. 
more problems. Bro, bro, these schools out here are teaching way better shit at younger grades than Lane was teaching in fucking 12th. There are classes out here that, like, teach computer science and stuff. That's what I'm saying, bro. You don't get that in the border. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, bro. The fuck is a border right? <laughs> I saw it was, like, the Blaine border rights was ranked as, like, top 10 worst mascot of all time. Because when you think about it, our mascot is the peace arch symbol. It's the peace arch. But, but how is that a border right? I don't. What is a border right? How does that make us borderites by a peace arch? So it's like, is a borderite somebody who protects the border, or like, is a borderite somebody who like occasionally goes to Canada on the weekends? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what a borderite is. It's still something that I haven't been able to answer. But so you had already been familiar with Blaine, so you're like, okay, you didn't have any high hopes yeah, or expectations. No. You're like, I'm about. To, it's like doing fucking jail time. You're like, I'm gonna do my time. I'm gonna get out. So, but it's like, what's going through your head, though? Because that's what I'm curious about, where nobody knows this about you. Nobody knows that this is what's going on behind the scenes. And then you show up, and the first thing that happens is people are giving you shit. They're saying you're gay. And, like, did that start fucking with your head a little bit, or do you not care? I didn't really care. I was just trying to make friends. Okay. You know? I was just, I was just out here trying to make friends. That's a good mentality, honestly. I feel like there's a lot of people out there that would really care. And then that knife ends up getting closer to the chest. Nah, because like I mean, I get that for some people. Like I understand that's a, like a thing. I'm not gonna just brush that off. Like it's not. But um, at the the end, it's just like it's like why you gotta let other people's opinions bother you. You know. Definitely. Because they're not the ones in your shoes. They're not doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. They're so why the fuck life. do their opinion bother you? Unless they're like a loved one, you know, they should it should matter a little bit. But like even loved ones, you got to remember like it's your life at the end of the day. Right? It's like when people say, oh, dude, you're not the center of the universe. It's like, well, technically I am because I don't know you exist. I don't know if you're really real. All <laughs> I know is I'm having my experience and it's shared right now. You, we get to be on the same story arc, but I go to bed with my thoughts and I wake up with my thoughts. So... Quite literally, I am at the center of my own universe because it's my world. Ain't nobody going to live my life for me. You ain't going to pay my bills. Exactly. And if you are going to pay my bills, fuck. Pay them bitches. Right. Because I don't want to. They, they stack it <laughs> up. They get a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. Who wants to pay? We're the only animal on the planet that pays to live here. All animals, they just run around. They right, live their cats life. get a shit, any, shit fucking in a litter box. Dogs can shit anywhere they want outside. What if I want to shit outside? You go to jail. Unless you do it in a city, then you're celebrated. <laughs> 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 then you're on the front cover as, uh, listed as a brave man. <laughs> brave man lives his truth. And this is you shitting in a corner fucking on fentanyl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then bullies getting pushed hard in the city now. Dollar a pop. Oh, a dollar yeah. a pop for a bluey. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's straight fentanyl. That's straight <laughs> fent. That fenty. At this point, they might as well just be like, "Hey, let me just get a bag of fent." That's what they do. I will walk down to like Pike and Pine here in downtown Seattle, and you will see just a clusterfuck of homeless people just doing drug uh, circle jerks. They'll literally just be in a circle, and they just hitting blueies. And have you seen the bluey dance? 
Bro, there's tons of bluey dances. There's- so the bluey, it's like when you're just straight up standing all the way up and you have your head towards your knees and you just start swaying back and forth. And like if you see somebody like that, they're on the blueies. Oh, I call that the swing. The, the swing? The swing. <laughs> and the, anytime you're in downtown and you see like uh, paramedics and they're it's assisting overdose. somebody. Every single time without fail, nine out of ten times, it will be an overdose. And I always ask too. I'm like, hey. What happened here? Like, is this a dollar a pop bluey scenario? And then they're like, dollar a pop. I'm like, dang. Damn. So the blueys everywhere. But, hey, that's besides the point from what we're talking about here. Where, how do you think people would describe Deshaun Neal? The ones that knew you in high school. Oh, my. Annoying. Uh, you think that's the first word they the use? First word. First word, bro. I talked way too much. And so when you were talking way too much, did, did you know you were being annoying? Like, was that your Bro, goal? I just couldn't help it. I just, like, I would try to stop, and I just couldn't. It's like So it wasn't you trying to be annoying. You're like, I just want, I, I got energy, and I like talking. Yeah, exactly, talk. exactly. It was, good, like, it was just like, <laughs> fuck, and nobody could, nobody really wanted to talk that much. There would be people that would, but then it would be like, I'd get overboard with it. And I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> 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 You're like, yo, I want to talk, so be ready. I'll talk. Exactly. <laughs> Come on. But, so annoying. What other words? You think? Uh, I would say crazy. Annoying, crazy. Uh, Puerto Rican. No, <laughs> no that's kidding. I swear that's just only you. <laughs> <laughs> um, a faker. I don't a know faker? why because the whole the whole oh yeah people think you just be faking shit bro I know I don't know why okay so it's be, I actually do I know exactly why but so it's... I'll tell a story from my angle and then you can fill in the gaps because okay. I think uh, the angle that I see it from a lot of other people see it like that too okay okay so you were in high school I think it was like junior year or senior year one of those years mm-hmm. um before school had started people will show up you know they'll put their backpacks down then they walk around talk to their friends and then eventually go back to class and you were laying down in a hallway and decided to take a nap which sure he's tired he had a long day let the man sleep you know class doesn't start he's not hurting anybody leave him the fuck alone he's trying to sleep exactly (laughs) and so you end up falling asleep and now it is time for class. Everybody's walking back into the classrooms and everyone's looking at Deshaun Neal laying on the floor being like, yo, is he napping? Someone's like, yo, Deshaun, wake up. You don't move. They <laughs> continue back into their classroom. Other people walking by, oh, it's Deshaun. Yo, Deshaun, wake up, dude, it's class. <laughs> He's still not moving. He's not waking up. Another person comes up and starts shaking you. Like, yo, Deshaun, wake up, dude. Time for class. Let's go. Still not moving. And at this point, people are starting to get worried. And then they tell a teacher. And then a teacher comes out and is trying to shake you. I'm like, Deshaun, wake up. Deshaun, you're still not waking up. And it's almost as if you had died. So 911 <laughs> gets called. Paramedics show up. The moment they're about to reach your body, you wake up and say, what's good, gang? Like, yo, wait, what happened? Yo, wait, why Why are y'all here? And so everybody's like, yo, Deshaun faked that because the moment paramedics came to help him, he miraculously <laughs> woke up. <laughs> okay, okay, so. So now you tell me from your standpoint, like from your perspective, 
What was going through your fucking head? You know what? So the viewpoint of what you had with all the kids is probably right because I didn't, I wasn't up at that point. <laughs> so you know what? That's probably all right. Up until like, uh, the teacher started shaking you. No. So let me get a little backstory. So the reason being is is because I had not been getting very much sleep the past couple months. I also am a heavy sleeper. So was there a reason you weren't sleeping? I no, I just couldn't sleep. I just wasn't able to sleep. Um, and I was a heavy sleeper. I had a, actually an alarm that made the most annoying alarm sound. Meep, like super loud, high pitched, everything. But also, it shook my bed. It had like a, this little, this little circular thing that you put inside under the bed, in the mattress, and it would shake the whole bed. Whoa. So Damn, so you're a legitimate heavy sleeper. So if that thing wasn't on, would you just sleep through it? Yeah. Straight through my alarm. Did you miss a lot of school? Sometimes I just... No, I, I'd be late. Oh. Just, I'd be super late. And it was just... And, like, you would wake up when... Yeah, I'd wake up late. Mm, okay. So that was it. And, you know, I was about to be... I was playing soccer at the time. And I didn't want to, you know, fucking have all that happen. Uh, because I was about to be a captain for that game that we were about to be playing. Mm. And so, it... The day that you were sleeping in yeah. the way? So, I I just was knocked out. Like, my, my aunt used to come in the room and, like, smack me, and I want to wake up. Or she'd pour water on me, and sometimes I even want to wake up from that. No way. Put that on everything. You pouring water on your face. Sometimes want to wake me up, but most of the time it did most of the time, the water will wake me up, but sometimes it didn't. You would just still be sleeping? Yeah. Do you have a condition or something? No, bro. Just sleep's so amazing. <laughs> I, sleep is pretty great. Right? So, uh, that um, tied into, I, you know, I, I just felt really comfortable sleeping on the ground. I was like, yeah, this is a nice little, let me take a little nap before biology. <laughs> I made it to school early. I'm going to take a nap. You having a good day. A exactly. Good I'm about to be the captain of the game after school today. And I was I was feeling great. Yeah. And so uh, I took that nap and I don't remember if I was, I think I went into the ambulance. I don't remember. I think I did. I woke up more so in the ambulance. Like I was coming to once the ambulance, then the, 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 um, why can't I think of the word? I'm spacing. Paramedics, there we go. <laughs> Paramedics, you know, got there. And I was, that's when I was, like, they, they touched me and, like, finally, like. That's when you woke up? That's, like, when I woke up. But I was, I was completely dead. Like, I was, that was just, I was, you know, I was done with my sleep. <laughs> yeah. I was, it just happened to be, like, right as I got there. Like, I was just done with my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you got through the sleep cycle. Probably <laughs> like, just, I would, you know, I barely got to sleep the night before. I, that was, like, the continuation of my sleep. I got to school. I made it. Now let me take my nap. You were going to have a long day. You were going to have a game. Exactly. So I was like, I want to be ready. Bro, they ended up suspending me. So Which when, is complete bullshit. Why would you suspend a kid? That's not my fault. I guess, it, I think they were convinced you were faking it. Yeah, they had to attention. have been. Fuck Fazetti. <laughs> <laughs> and Ellis. A weird ass perv. Perv? Bro, do you see when he had the fucking girl sit on his lap and during the Christmas time when it would be Santa? Come on, man. I wasn't thinking about that. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, anytime a grown ass man got high school jail bait <laughs> sitting on a quarter chub, <laughs> that that should concern anybody. And as a kid, you don't think about it. Exactly. Dang, he's like, hey, yo, sit right here. <laughs> Like yo, chill with that. I want. Uh, sh- 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 I don't care what you want for Christmas, <laughs> yeah. but what I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> so what did what did they say to you? Like, did they take you to the office and they're like, Deshaun is unacceptable? Yeah, basically, that's basically what happened. Th- this is unacceptable. Yeah. This and what is, did you say? I was like, I'm I'm sorry. Like I I was just taking a nap. You know, I was, I was tired. Very heavy sleeper, you know. I just gave him the same like story. Like I, I apologize. Like, but he doesn't need to call the cops. Just, fuck, just let me sleep. And they're all like, "You were gonna suspend you for this?" Yeah, but I'll tell you about a time real quick. This is kind of just on topic because it's the same, damn near the same scenario, but not as like the cops get involved and everything. I'm in elementary school, right? Uh, I wasn't going to Blaine at this time. This is a different elementary, actually. Yeah, no, this was a different elementary school. I bounced around a lot. Uh, but I had fallen asleep behind a door. You know, like, when you close the door and there's, like, that little space? Uh-huh. I'd fallen asleep behind it. And they were looking for me for hours. <laughs> <laughs> for hours. They're like, where's Deshaun? I miss, I miss half the day of school after recess. Just sleeping. Bro, just gone. Just knocked out. So you've been a heavy sleeper a long time. Yeah. This isn't anything new. No. All right. Well, if you see Deshaun sleeping, he ain't on the blueies. Like, <laughs> like that's the reason why he ain't waking up. Like he's just tired. Exactly. He just be tired for real. <laughs> for real. For real. <laughs> like on the topic of like fuck the administration at the school. Do you remember how there would be cops that would like be at lunch? Yeah, that was unnecessary. So I'm not gonna say the officer's name. Just. Since don't want to have litigation, you know what I mean, involved mm-hmm. or whatnot. Because they're like, hey, I heard you call me a pedophile on a podcast. Like, defamation, whatever the case. I'm not going to say the officer's name. but Start trying to sue you. <laughs> right? I, you never know these days. But allegedly. I'm not going to. Uh, see? I got you. Uh, I got uh, you, Mr. Uh, Attorney. Uh, I added allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I know your games. I know this system. Okay? So, allegedly... One of the officers that had guarded the school had, there was people talking how this person may be a pedophile. And I remember during lunch, there was a girl there. I'm not going to say her name either, but she was tall and she was, would be flirting with the cop. And like, you know, I'm just walking around lunch or waiting. And... I'll, I'll tell you after the podcast. Um, like I said, don't want to hear the dirty laundry. She ended up getting dicked out by this cop. But I if she did. I was just saying, if she, if she did, I don't want to just air out her dirty laundry like that. That shit dirty, boy. That's crazy. <laughs> That's some skid marks in the underwear dirty laundry. Ooh. Um, but I remember being in line and looking to the left. And I see the officer. And I see her talking to the officer. And she grabs his gun. And she's straight up holding his gun like that. And she's holding it almost like in a in a sexual type manner. Oh, oh, oh. Where it's like she's holding a dick type thing. And I'm like, 
what the fuck? <laughs> what? Is anybody seeing this right now? Like, it seemed like one of those things where everyone's just so caught up in the moment of, like, lunch and talking to their friends and getting food. Oh, no. Where I see her literally fondling his gun. And he's, like, kind of smiling. And I guess um, an officer had taken her to, like, a movie to cheer her up and all these things. So I'm like, I get you are, uh, you know... Helping the community, but I think you're, you're helping too a little bit. Helping a little bit too much yeah. in areas that don't need help, right? Oh my! The worst is when teachers start abusing their positions of power and trust for like sexual malicious reasons. To me, that's like the worst because it's like, dude, you're straight up a member of the community. Like, parents trust you to do the right thing. And you're trying to look down this fucking sixth grader shirt. Like, that's actually the case where there's sixth grade teachers. Remember when Mr. Vizzetti aired out on the 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 announcements, girls can't wear these things because this, this, and this. It shows too much skin and distracts guys. I don't remember that, actually. He said it over the intercom. And what? He said that? Yeah, and the whole school is so... The, all the girls were so mad. Think, Imagine if this was going on during more of the age of social media. Because back then, it was still kind of new and like fresh. Oh, it would have been terrible. Actually, the girls are already eating them up. Like, you got to think about it. We were in high school. Social media was starting to get really big. That's what I mean. Like, it was getting there, but it was not as proliferated then as it is now. You know what I mean? Like, people straight up, like, fucking hashtag warriors now. If anything happens, that shit on X. You know, it's on Twitter. Right, it's literally <laughs> everything. People know that. Everything. People know you fucked that bitch. Oh, You're wow, like, we got really off topic. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is, it's like, teachers, when they're predators, are the worst. Have you ever seen To Catch a Predator? Yes, I have. I love that show so much with Chris Hansen. For those of you listening who don't don't know what To Catch a Predator is... Chris Hansen, look him up, legendary person. He essentially... This is an ad. <laughs> yeah. This is not a paid advertisement. I just genuinely like this show. Like, if I'm bored, if I'm about to be, like, eating food and I'm just chilling at the house, I'm like, hey, yo, let me throw on some TCAP. <laughs> let, let me see an episode I haven't seen or, or a rerun. I love the reruns because they're still so funny. But they created an operation where... A girl will pose as an underage person and they will interact with predators, online predators. And then the predator makes an advancement towards the decoy saying, like, hey, let's hang out. I really she like you. She said she was 12. <laughs> yeah, right? What's so funny, too, is anytime they're 12, they'll round up and be like, oh, I think she said she was 14. It's like, like, that makes it better for them. Right? Like, that's just going to knock a couple years off. Yeah, right? They added the two years. Actually, they'll probably just let them out because they'll probably beat the case now with our justice system, to be honest. Well, that's what's crazy is a lot of these guys end up do beating the case. Exactly. And to catch a predator, actually, the series ended because they ended up giving a high-ranking public official on the show. And he was interacting with one of their decoys. They had went over to his home. They followed him home. Really? And were trying to get him on camera. And he killed himself. He grabbed a gun and he shot himself in the head. 
Wow, this just got really dark. And so that's how the whole show ended. And so I'm, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, they retroactively revisited all of the people that had gone through the To Catch a Predator pipeline and, like, released them. Or it, something had happened to their case where they had gotten, like... It all got thrown out. Essentially. Like, they all got better terms, if I think. Somebody can fact-check that, but isn't that crazy? It is. It's not like... A lot of pedophiles really, unless they're like killing kids after, get a lot of time anyway. <sighs> Surprisingly, you would think that that would, it's like one of the most heinous crimes that there is. A lot of them will take plea deals or just. Right? Or like. Now you just gotta register to be a sex offender. And what's the thing is, too, it's like if they can provide some form of intelligence where it's like, oh, well, hey, I got this, this, um, explicit illegal content on this forum here's the lead moderator of this community if i provide you his name and his information i can negotiate a better deal and so instead of me being locked away for five years i can get 10 years probation it's insane it's insane some of the deals that people can get yeah um, but yeah it's like i saw this one where it was a math tutor and he went over to the decoy's house. I think she was supposed to be like 12 or 13. And he's a middle school teacher, mind you. So this is the age of the girl that he's going to see is the exact age that he teaches at school. And he goes there and Chris Hansen's like, hey, why don't you take a seat? Like, yo, what's going on? And the guy is beat red. He's like, you know what? I only came here to let her know of the dangers of meeting people online. He's like, so you came here to be a, a, a tutor, her mentor. He's like, yes. He's like, I was going to wait here for her parents. It's like, dude, you're a fucking predator. You're a weirdo. He's a predator, but he can't, like, that's what's so funny is they have the excuse that they're there to help the girl, to teach them, or like, oh, I'm only here to watch football. It's like, no, you're not, dude. <laughs> Quit fucking. There's this one guy that was on here, Jeff, Jeff Scroll, I think is his name. I think I've heard of that. Yeah, this one, for those of listening, look at this one. This guy has the audacity. He's probably one of the most disrespectful predators in the sense that he shows up to the place with a box of pizza. And <laughs> he's like, because he was hungry. He, had drove, he, he was driving for like four hours to get to this girl's place. And wow, he was dedication. Talking, right? <laughs> four hours for some underage tang. Like, dude, <laughs> what the fuck, right? And he goes over to the house, and he is uh, about to eat pizza, and he's, like, really hungry. And he pops fucking uh, Cialis. He's like, pops a pill right Cialis? before he eats. So it's, like, uh, Viagra. Yeah. Boner pill. And so he's she's like, oh, what's that? And he's like, oh, it's just this thing I got to, like, take before meals. It's whatever. And then he tries talking to her, and then Chris Hansen comes out. And then Jeff looks at me. He's like, "Who are you?" He's like, "Are you are you her dad? Are you her dad?" And then he's like, "Can I eat first? And he just starts eating the pizza as Chris Hansen is trying to like interrogate him. So this guy gave no fuck. <laughs> he said, "I'll be with you in a minute. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what you're gonna say. Let me just eat." And he yeah. offered him a slice too. He's like, you "Wow, want the generosity on this." The guy. pizza did look pretty dang. <laughs> and what's funny too is, I guess that because like. That was a big-ass advertisement for the pizza place. And so everybody started calling the pizza place saying that their name was Jeff Scroll. Of course they did. And it, like, blew it up. And I guess everyone's like, dude, I love that pizza. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> but anyways, that's a quick 
digression from what we were originally talking about. Um, sexual uh, teacher predators at Blaine. I'm not naming names. I'm not putting anybody on but the it happened. Here. Allegedly. Allegedly happened. But let's just say that there are multiple women that I know that have, have been uncomfortable, to say the least, around certain interactions that have unfolded between at, them and a grown-up. At, at Blaine High School. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. No, definitely shit did happen down at Blaine High School. I, he said that, not me. I think it's alleged. Somebody told me that at least once. See, I'm not talking about the stuff that he just talked about. I'm just saying stuff happened at Blaine High School. I'm not talking about that situation, but it happened. It was funny, though, going back to that story where everybody was like, yo, did you hear what happened to Deshaun? And I was like, no, what happened? They're like, oh, he was fake sleeping, and he got the paramedics called. And I was like, what the fuck, Deshaun? Like, really? Uh... And I think I asked you about it when you had gotten done being suspended. I was like, dude, what happened? You're like, I was tired. Bro, That's all you just kept like... saying. You're like, I was sleeping and I was tired. <laughs> It'd be like that. It does. It'd be like that. Okay, so fast forward. You go through You go through Blaine. You know, people know you as one thing, and you're just trying to make friends at the end of the day. Like, you're just – reason why you're talking is you're friendly, and you want to have friends, and you want to have a good time. And so, you ended up leaving to Seattle? Yeah. When was that? Was that after high school? Yeah, I'd go there periodically during the summer times, you know, stay there. What part of Seattle? West Seattle. West Seattle? By South Park. Oh, okay. Is that, like, gang-affiliated area or no? Uh, It's just a hostile environment over there. Hostile environment? Yeah. Dang. Dangerous. O-block? No. <laughs> The O Block of Washington? No. <laughs> what would you say is the O Block of Washington? I couldn't even tell you. That's good that you don't know that answer. I'd actually be more concerned. Be like, yo, how do you know that, though? Homie rolling in some circles, gang. <laughs> I'm trying to think. It probably... No, nah, I don't even want to throw out. Yeah, right? Because now wanna... you're throwing out sets and people are like, hey, yo, Deshaun. Yeah, no, I don't even want to... Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. No, because the thing is, is if you start doing that, then... It's it's never about who's the best. It's about actually it is always about it's always about who's the best. Right. Oh no 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 I'm the best. No no, I'm the best. And then someone pulls out a gun. Exactly. And they're like, here's you know, uh, the number of bullets I have in this fucking magazine. Exactly. This is why I'm the best. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That drum round. <laughs> so. Banana clip. Yep. So. Yeah, no, fast forward, I moved out here, I started throwing parties with my buddy. Did Seattle change you? Yeah, it did. Because I feel like when I visually saw you in Blaine, you know, it's like you're bright-eyed, bushy tail, <laughs> little Puerto Rican kid, you know, he had this curly hair, and like now your hair's a little bit longer, you're fucking tatted up, you just got a tattoo literally yesterday, so it's like, you're getting inked out. You got the nose ring, like he's fucking bitches. Like, who does who did light skin now? He light skin. Oh, he went from being this kid to now light skin. So did Seattle like light skin affy you? Cause you start throwing parties and shit. Like how do you even Bro. get roped into that crowd? Bro, so I, I started coming out to Seattle and doing like just dumb shit. Just dumb shit? Like because I knew I had a place out here that I could go. You know, I just 
I'd come and walk Seattle and go meet people, hit up people on Snapchat. And there was this one big party promoter that it, it just kind of, he made it so that everybody in his Snapchat or anybody that he knew or anybody that doesn't know him, damn near. Repost, repost, repost. And then hella people did it. And then you're looking. and you Bro, listen, I got it in Blaine. Like, I got this shit when I was in Blaine. Oh, wow. Like, this, like, he was, and I met him, and I was just like, yo, I could do security, blood of this, and I showed him, you know, there was this dude that drugged a, a girl at a, at one of the parties that he was throwing. And With I what? found, I, I was one like of the dudes. Goofy or something? Yeah. And I was, like, one of the dudes that, um. Like, caught him? Yeah. And so I started throwing parties, and I kind of almost became the face of it, to where the point where everybody would be like, yo, is Deshaun going to be here? Like, you know, like, is he going to... the local celebrity. It, yeah, local celebrity, basically, for all, all the people. Like, they, because I just I just hyped everything up. I love so typing you, things up. So you get to the party, and you see... Some, how did you catch the guy roofing the girl? Uh, no, he, he had ready roofied her, and we carried her to the car. How did you know it was the guy that did that? It was just, like, kind of the only guy in that area. Everybody kind of knew. Yeah, it was like, just kind of... There's a process of elimination at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? And did he admit it? No. No? Why would why would somebody admit that? I just refuse. People are stupid. Exactly. But he I mean on know. to catch a predator, people are like, Yeah, I know she's twelve. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I started throwing you know, throwing parties, you know, from Tacoma all the way to like I think we threw a party in Olympia. Damn, so you're just doing the rounds. Yeah, we did a lot of house it was when the house parties were popping, nobody was really shooting shit up too much. Like it wasn't it was before guns. It was like a lot of fights would break. Not a lot, lot, but, like, fights would break out occasionally. Count. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, no, we. I got really close with my homie. Wait, so how did that conversation even happen? Because I'm just thinking, first time you're here, you help carry the girl out to the car. She'd been roofied. You're, like, interrogating the guy. You guys probably kick him out. And then when you're talking to the dude who's, like, leading the operation... Is that when you had kind of offered, like, hey, like, I like this party, I fuck with the vibe, like, I'm happy to do this more, like, make no. sure there's not bad actors here? So, it kind of did happen like that, but I kind of, so there was, like, three big party promoters that were popping in Seattle at the time, right? And so, like, I kind of started getting acquainted with all of them, and just, like, this was the one that I got really close with, and so... When that happened, we just started connecting. It was, like, more so of a connection. We, like, started fucking with each other more. Just homies. At that yeah, point. like, homies at that point. So I just started, boom, and I'd be the ones that would help promote it, do all that stuff. And you were doing – so, okay, you were helping – like, he didn't ask. You just started doing it. I started helping him, and he was like, yeah, bet. He's like, oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, like, started, oh, whoa. It started becoming more of, like, a, a thing. Like a joint operation. Yeah. He just had the, the – like, the – the, people the influence. Were, yeah. Yeah, the connect. people started connecting with me. I was just very, you know, extrovert. I'm a very extrovert person, type person, so. Yeah, I mean, for somebody who loves talking, it's like the party's the perfect place. Exactly. You can just go around and like, oh, I'm talking to that person. I'm going here, going there. Because then it's never annoying. It's just partying. Exactly. You're straight up partying. Oh, okay. So you found this outlet to release some of this pent-up energy. And so, like, were you guys making money off these parties? Yeah. So what was kind of like... Walk me through what an average party looked like, like, and uh, the process too. Like how many people? Yeah, so it's like, let's say you and the homie are talking. Oh, so the process to doing it? 
Yeah. Okay, so what we would do is, you know, we Snapchat was a lot more lenient. We'd post hella shit. Like, okay, we have this party. He'd create a flyer, do this, this, and this. Anybody need have a house that we could, you know, throw it at? And then... Oh, he would ask. Yeah, we would ask. We'd we, Or we would know people already that would have a house or... And... Or could rent one or do something. You know, get it. We'd give you a cut. Boom. So, location, first step. First step, location. Second step, once we get location. Actually, kind of location and just starting to put shit out there, like flyers and whatnot. Boom. Okay, so location and while finding location, you're simultaneously yeah. advertising and promoting. Exactly. So, you would do that and then... And so, you just post a flyer and be like... People are like, oh, hey, I want to make some money. You know, my parents are out of town or I have this house, you know, that we don't use. We have this extra house. It's just some... Like it broke so the first up. post is saying like, "Yo, we're gonna throw a house party. Who wants to host?" And just y'all all post who has a stories. house, who has an open house, or we'd start getting connected with like warehouses or you know some stuff like that. And so that's how that started with me. He'd been starting it before I you know met him, but uh, we that's how it would typically start, and people would start messaging us. You know, we'd start getting traction with it hell people would, oh when is it you know would start asking mad questions and then we would throw the party that happened damn near every friday and so how many people would show out around like 100 to 200 people depending on the size of the house sometimes it would just be super packed super packed people loved it but it would like 100 to 200 people in a house yeah that's a lot of fucking heads so that's straight up just like shoulder to shoulder type. Yeah, like it depends on how many you know. But like we we squeeze. We, there was this one time in Shoreline, we threw a party in Shoreline right before we were all at Dicks, and there was a big ass brawl, got a big ass fight. What do you know? What happened? What caused it? No, just people started swinging. So started swinging back. So was this like some hood parties? Like we got ebony bitches pulling up. <laughs> well, yeah, like but sexy like, red. I, I, I wouldn't mean like <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a hood party. It's just some places are in bad neighborhoods. Yeah, he's like it ain't a hood party, but we'll party in a hood. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> in, some, in some bad neighborhoods, yes. Sometimes, you know. Um, yeah. We, so was this like a sketchier type crowd? Sometimes, like. When we threw parties in Tacoma, it was... I mean, it's not the country club. Yeah, not the <laughs> fucking country club. Like, what you think? What do you think it's going to be? Like, you have a chance to get shot. You have a chance to get stabbed. You have a chance to... You fucking get drugged. Like, this is, you, this is the... Party the, at your own risk. Exactly. Party at your own fucking risk. You have a chance to get a bottle broken over your head. <laughs> oh like, anything could happen at any moment. You cannot... You cannot uh, anticipate a drunk person's... Next so how do you move. like limit that, or is it just like let's Crowd just get control. as many people as possible? Crowd control. How do you successfully do that though? Too many people have been inside. Who's so, the like, guys? Well, okay, so too many guys. You see too many guys. You well, start here, eliminating the guys. That's what you do. But if you start kicking a guy out, isn't that when tension starts rising? I'm not going, and then that, a fight happens. Yeah, sometimes. So walk me through like people show up. It's Friday. 200 people show up. They're there. There's a line. We start off with a line. Okay, there's a line. You know, we cannot just let... That's what I was thinking. You can't just let 100 people... people just walk into this house. Yeah. Hey, I, of course, in the beginning, if people showed up early, you know, you, you come inside a little bit. Maybe. 
depending on if everything's all chill. set up, everything's set up, we know you, you know. You know somebody that's already there. Exactly. So it's the insiders that are there. Exactly. So that's how that goes. And then you, uh, you know, you start counting damn near how many guys are going in, how many girls are going in. Keep track of the ratio. Exactly. Was there a certain ratio you guys wanted? We just wanted like half and half to like. Just 50 50? 50 50 to 60 40 or like, you know. So this ain't no Dan Blazarian type Exactly. <laughs> you know, we're going to, we want to have fun and also let everybody come in because we want to get our money as well. But we also yeah. want everybody else to be happy. And we don't want, we want niggas hitting on bitches, bitches <laughs> hitting on niggas, you know. Like. Or my bad, you know, females hitting on niggas, you know, you know, like <laughs> shit like that. So, uh, you you want to be able to feel out the crowd at the same time and We're, feel out who's gonna cause a problem at the same time because you could, should be able to gauge that. It's like TSA at the airport. Exactly. Who's bringing a bomb on this plane, bro? Like, it, so you are judging 10, a book by its cover. Oh, 100%. People say don't. I'll judge say a book. it right here, right now. 100. percent There'd been times that I judged a full black fucking crowd because they just look just fucking suspicious. <laughs> like they look like they were about to cause problems. <laughs> like I cannot stress it enough. More than four niggas in a group wearing all black Air Forces. <laughs> Nah, not even the Air Forces, but just all black, ducked off, barely speak any English. There's a problem. They all barely look, speak English. Some of them. So like Somali. Like Somali? <laughs> Jeez, pirates. Oh my, should we be saying this? <laughs> <laughs> Someone gonna hear this and they're like, "Yo, the shot, I heard you." Oh, hey, hey. hey, remember, remember, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> we don't know for sure, but allegedly, one could hypothesize. Theorize. Exactly. So that's how <laughs> this happened. But I moved. So when I moved out here, I I started doing that. Right. I started. Uh, I didn't work. My dad. Uh, I lived there for about two years. Yeah, about two years, a year and a half. So during this time in the parties, like, do you combo it and sell drugs while at the party too? I did. I sold drugs when I was in playing. Just weed, though, right? Yeah. Or anything else? Not really anything else at that time. I feel like growing up, if you didn't sell weed, it's like, it's kind of like your rite of passage to maturity. At some point, somebody sold a dime bag. Right, that's what I'm saying. saying. That's what I'm saying. At some point, I I said that to everybody. I was like, I feel like everybody sold weed in their life at some point. Right? Like, no, we're not talking about pounds. We're not talking about bricks, you know, from the border. Like, I would push pounds. I spoke too soon. <laughs> I spoke too soon. <laughs> you were selling pounds. Yeah, I started selling pounds towards the end of senior year. To who? Uh, people in Seattle. How did, and was these people that you found through the Snapchat, like the parties? Yeah. And you're like, oh, these people probably want weed. Yeah. How did you find a plug to sell you pounds? Bro, I just know people. You just know people? I just figured people out, bro. When you're in the party scene, bro, you meet everybody. Okay, so you. I met high up drug dealers. That not, not like I don't know gang related or anything, but like allegedly. Oh my! <laughs> but uh, like just people that push, push major pack. Straight weight. You know, back in the party days, I don't really have any contact with them much anymore. Probably good. Yeah. So, but I yeah I would I would push I would push and weight, dog. And not like not like pounds a week. But like you know, two, two, two or three pounds sometimes. 
two or three pounds a month you know and so how much would it co- like back then how much did a pound cost like how much like were you flipping it so buy 900 and I sell then... it for like two bands where'd you get the 900 work work what were you doing uh, construction parties, fucking. Oh, okay. This was during the Seattle era. Yeah, but like for for back then, bro. When I when I first started in Blaine, I would just, I worked at uh, Paso. Oh, okay. So you had some like uh, some little some, income, some little cash, here and, and I would there. get money here and there. You know what I mean? Buy a quarter ounce, sell it. That's kind of how I started. Yeah, that's how I started flipping from small, and then you know just okay, big. So slowly working your way up, working up the. The uh, corporate ladder. Exactly. Slanging. So did you ever sell stuff besides weed? Like Coke? Um, Yes. At some point in time, I did. You sold brick? Never. Never a brick? No. I sold an ounce. That's as much as I've done. And how much is that money? Because Coke's expensive. Yeah, bro. I can't even... I don't even remember what I got it for. It was like a steal. I know it was. It was fucking. Steel. He's like, it was a steal because I quite literally stole it. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, so you get you're selling drugs. You're partying. You've got all this like cash coming in because that's just straight cash, right? Like, how much would it cost to get into the party? Twenty bucks. Ten to twenty. Ten to twenty, yeah, depending depending on, the on yeah the time. Or so if it's like a fat ass party, then ten. No, if it's, not, if it's a fat party, twenty. If it's a fat, if it's a, a smaller party, ten. Ah, okay, interesting. I would have thought because there was more people, you could charge less because yeah, it typically would work like that. But like, if you think about it, they're gonna also be thinking like, oh, this is a fat house. Let's charge twenty because there's more. And two, you like need insurance because exactly. people exactly pro- people break so much shit. Would you say like at the end of every party somebody broke something? Oh, 100% every time. Without fail. Yeah. I feel like chairs, so- fucking walls, there's a hole in the wall. It's almost like some people will go to a party just to break shit. Yeah, there's people like that. There's people that go to parties just to shoot it up. Cuz I I went to the University of Washington and was in a fraternity and the parties then like if you were to have guys that were to come in from a different fraternity into your house for the party the first thing that they want to do is go upstairs <laughs> to your bathroom and take a piss in your shower like they want to just like <sighs> fuck your shit up you're getting shot so yeah right? <laughs> so it's like you do that at UW, you just get kicked out. There's nobody with guns. I've been in a couple of fights at UW. Huh? I've been in a couple of fights at frat parties at UW. Why did that happen? Bro, just... Hitting on someone's bitch? No, just... <laughs> bro, people just... Fucking... Some frat parties are weird, bro. They're weird? Like, some. I'm not talking about all frat parties. UW, you got some great frat parties. You know, I don't want to be talking mad disrespect, but, like, some of the people with them... There's just, weird people out there. Yeah, there. exactly. So, like... Weird vibes. Yeah, so that's... This big fight broke out. You know, woo-woo. Beefing with the, some of the people. How, how did the beef start? I don't even remember, dog. I just ended up getting into it. It wasn't my beef to start with, so, like, I don't... Uh, it just... I ended up getting into it because it was the crowd that I was with. Yeah. Seems like the crowd you've been with in Seattle from the beginning, they're just some scrappers... These people just get into it. Um, 
All right, so you're doing this party gig, and how long did you do that for? A year or two. year or two? Mm-hmm. What took you out of the game? I got in a relationship, but I really don't want to talk about that. All right. Fuck that bitch. That's all I got to say. He fell in love with the hoe. No, she wasn't a hoe. No? no, she was dumbass hoe. You know what? Fuck she it. was a hoe. Yeah, she was. I don't care. Fuck that hoe. She Fuck. get she get ran through by the squad. Yeah, she did. She did. She did. So it's like, were you the first one to hit it, or were you already getting? I don't want to comment on that. Sloppy Joe. No, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to comment on that. But fuck that stupid bitch. That's my that's my only comment. Just, oh, okay. Yep. Dang. Yep. Shit, I took a turn, yo. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you're in the scene, you're having a good time, everyone's like, wait, actually, I have a question. When it comes to hosting, let's say somebody were to go to you and be like, yo, Deshaun, I want to throw parties. And you're like, okay, cool. And you're like, you used to do it, and you were good at it. How do I do something similar like what would you say to that person who wanted to host a party a lot of house parties are dead so like because it's just bro let's but let's just say like in this hypothetical there's people showing out we got we got 100 people showing up he's like dude i already got it scheduled there's a lot of people how do i make sure people have a good time like what first you, off you want a couple drinks for free right oh so you have alcohol there that you would charge people to it's yeah we charge them or sometimes it would just be covered over the thing. Or no BYOB type thing? Yeah, no. Like, it, it, you know, it's our party. We're throwing this. You're, that's why you're paying to get in. Gotcha. That was kind of like, it would be sometimes charged. It depends. But, like, most of the time there would be alcohol. It's an operation. He had a plug, had a plug for it. Yeah, because the alternative is you go to a club. Mm-hmm. And in the club, the drinks are going to be more expensive. And at the you time, we're not old enough to go to the club, so. Yeah, those are all underage. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yo, you fed. <laughs> DJ Vlad out here. He's like, so how many guys did you shoot with your loaded gun? <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, everybody was underage. Yeah. So. Um, Which is illegal. Shut up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. We would, uh, you'd make that, that, and then you'd start getting everything right. Re- if you already have people turning out. Have them send this to whoever they want, depending on how you want the situation to turn out. You know, if you want it to be fat, have it be any open invite. If if you want it to be small, have it be small invite. You know, like invite only, or like plus one. You know, like you know, just let us. So here's the scenario. Here's the scenario. Let's say some guy goes up to you, he's like, "Yo, Deshaun, I got 120 people showing up. It's a closed party. They're not going to be." you know advertising to other people it's just this 120 guaranteed coming and we got the drink set up and they're just asking you how do i make sure people have a good time this is is this a house or a venue this is a house 100 people big house small medium medium house and they're just asking you for advice to to know how to affect how many square feet let's just say like fucking 1500 square feet okay okay 120 people 120 people. They already got drinks and or let's everything. Say, let's say 2,500 square feet. Okay. They got they got drinks and everything already? Yeah. All of it's ready. And he's just asking you, like, yo, I, I'm going to host for the first time. Like, how do I make sure I do this good? Okay. So what he could do. He. Uh, he could either have, like, a, you know, have a group of people. Like, you know, like, 
a setup with people like little team that he has, you know, somebody delivering the alcohol so nobody steals it, you know, giving people shots and all this. Or he could have a setup where it's just open table, has all the alcohol on the table, you know, grab what the fuck, like what, what you want, grab anything, make sure there's music, you know, that's the vibe for everybody depending on what party you want. There's drinks, chasers with the drinks, make sure everything's right. And make sure there's open space enough so it's not super crowded. Because once it gets too crowded with people, sometimes it, you know, it kind of just kills the vibe because it's just like, I can't fucking move. Yeah. So, like, make sure all rooms or, like, anything that doesn't need to be broke out there isn't out there and everything cleaned up. You don't want going in a house of uh, having being dirty and yeah. you're trying to throw a party there. Make sure, like, anything that could be broken is out of sight. So let's say all of that's already spotless. He already did that. He's just like, yo, the party's about to be going on. Like, how do I just make sure, like, the party's lit? Just make sure people are having a good time, you know, constantly going around pe- people as well as having that music and everything. Keep going. Don't make it sure it doesn't stop. It's always consistent playlists and all that. It's really just, like, and make sure it's people that actually like each other. Like, it's a hard thing to do because you can't gauge out everybody's fucking like for everybody. Right. So you kind of just have to do it. But just make sure if you're, especially if it's a closed party, you should know these 120 people that you're inviting. Mm. Most of the time, especially, you know, if it's. Hosting can be stressful. It is. Because you're not even really partying. You're making sure everyone else is having exactly. fun partying. That's it's, that's really all it is. Are you, are you just. You having a good time? You know, just little simple things like, a waiting, like that. You're like, a waiter, like that. You don't have to be like, hey, you want me to get you a drink? But like. You know, just ask how they're doing. Right, like, hey, yo, like, you like that girl? I can introduce you. The, like, the just vibe. make sure people are having fun. You know, just make, yeah, exactly. Engage it, how you see people's body language. Yeah. What would you say is the biggest thing that you learned during that whole stint of just, like, throwing parties? Communication, talking with people, trying to calm down and de-escalate situations. That's a tough thing to do. Yeah. Especially when someone was drunk. Yeah. And they ain't listening. Exactly. And they think you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. And they think you're wrong. Yep, that is the worst. So it's like, have you, if I'm pissed blackout drunk and you're telling me I'm wrong, like I'm wrong and I'm like, no, like the de-escalation, what, how do you fucking even handle that? Try talking them down. Just relax. You know. So do you agree with them? Like, hey, try I see to, where you're yeah. coming from. I see where you're coming yeah. from. Just to make sure you guys have they, a common if ground. If it just goes, I might just try to put them in a chokehold. If it just goes straight to like, dudes. Getting aggro. Yeah, real quick. Then you're like, I, boop, bop. I like chokeholds. I like chokeholds a lot. Okay, so you're in the you're in the scene. You end up getting away from that because you end up getting um, associated to uh, a hose name that you won't speak of. Dumbass like, bitch. Like Voldemort. We <laughs> <laughs> don't speak of that. <laughs> yeah, the name that we do not speak. Exactly. When did you start getting into music? Uh, so actually, you're a the, rapper. Part, the party scene is like I started rapping more, bro. Because I would there'd be times like we would be on the bus in high school and I'd be rapping. People would. Yeah, I remember on uh, driving to rugby with you, you'd be freestyling in the car. People would be like, you didn't write. I mean, you didn't. I would, I would be like, it's a freestyle. They're just like, nah, you wrote that. So <laughs> I was like, why not try it, right? Yeah. And so I had tried. Uh, I would just rap at parties. I saw, like, I remember seeing on your Snapchat, like, when uh, we had added each other and seeing some things. Well, actually, we had you on Snapchat for a while, but, like, seeing your stories. And then I'd be like, how the fuck is he, like, 
performing in front of like 500 people right now. I'm like, is this, like, is this you're just blowing up? And it's like, yo, who is this Puerto Rican? And he's like, yo, I'm Dash. I'm like, what the fuck? What is this? Who is he's tatted now? He's got bitch. Yo, he's wearing a chain. He got a, he's got the Memphis Grizzlies jersey on. I know exactly which one With you're the talking yellow about. backpack. I'm like, damn, yo, he got swag. So you would organize the party, and then you just kind of use that as an opportunity to, like, just promote and showcase your music? Uh, like, I would just, uh, when it was back when I was with my dad, and I would just help with the parties and shit, I would uh, just rap, you know, like, just for people, entertainment, while we're there, all that. You know, try to just make fun, have fun. And people were fucking with it? Yeah. And so I finally made a song, and then I got, like, 17,000 views on it. I was like, okay, bet. Let me just try making some music. Dang. And that was on SoundCloud? Mm-hmm. And so if somebody want to look you up, what is it? It's Dash, right? Uh, I think it's Deshaun Neal on SoundCloud. But I have songs on Apple Music. I don't I don't really make music too much anymore. But I thought you were getting back into it. I am, but like, I don't think I'm, I might drop some. Because but... you just sent me a clip of you spitting some heat the other day. Yeah. That was actually like, I fucked with those bars. Like, what do you think holds you back from just posting shit? Because it's like, if, peop- if you freestyle all the time... Why not just throw it on a beat, you know, mix master it a little bit so it sounds good, and then just post it? Like, it doesn't, it's not that much effort, is it? It's not, but it just, bro, I did the whole Instagram thing and posting videos and TikTok thing and posting videos, bro, it's so time consuming. But you got, actually got a following on, like, Instagram, don't you? Don't you have, like, 10K? Yeah. And how much do you have on TikTok? I only have, like, 1,500. 1,500? Why not, like, so... You don't want to continue kind of messing around, experimenting there? I might. You might? Like, just see where it takes me. Like, But, like, it's not a whole goal no more. Well, I mean, because you were also talking about getting into modeling, too. Yeah, I want to try it. But I'm trying to finish this fit. I'm trying to get this fitness journey, you know, started a lot stronger. And yeah, I see that you have, a, like, a page on Snapchat where you, like, post of the daily progressions that you're making. Have you thought about putting that on TikTok, too? Possibly at some point. I'd have to buy, like, a whole setup, you know, tripod to have it stand. Not really, though, when you think about it. the There's not really very many places to set a phone down for good angles with good lighting. But I'm like, talking about, like, even when you get home, like, you can just talk into the... It's crazy how low effort... Some TikToks can just blow up. No, it's just you true. talking like this, no editing, nothing. And if people resonate with it, they watch, they like, they comment, and they follow. Oh, yeah, I've seen some of the most stupidest TikToks blow up. It's crazy. It's insane to see. Oh, it's funny. I remember TikTok blowing up when I was going to UW and telling people all the time. I'm like, this is going to be one of the biggest apps in the world. And people were looking at me like I was fucking stupid. They're like, wait, 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 musically? You're talking about that 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 dance app that is now TikTok? They're like, dude, no, it's not. I'm like, yes, it is. Just watch. This is going to be one of the biggest. And people were like, nah. And I remember I started posting on there, just like shit posting, random funny videos that I would think of. And I was experimenting for that for a while. And they were getting reach, you know, like thousands of views. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? And to see how big it is now, it's like everybody has TikTok downloaded on their phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it used like, to be a kid thing, and now everybody's fucking doing it. Yeah, because it's like, it's for you, the for you page. It's a page for you. So whether you're five years old 
are 80 years old, there's going to be content on there that you like. But the biggest thing that scares me is the kids on the platform. Bro, yeah, they're growing up too fast now. Way too fast. You be seeing these girls that are like nine posting fucking thirst traps. You're just like, (laughs) this is just beyond me. It's terrible. Like, to me, what's scary about it is there's these men online, the online predators, going back mm-hmm. to the Chris Hansen type shit, well, they'll see these girls posting these things and they'll DM them. They're like, hey, I really like your content. You're so sweet. You're really cool. You're mature. They start developing that relationship. And the next thing you know, you know, she's sending him content. It's just, it's it's like a scary place where... It's an easy place to groom kids if you start yes. messaging them, probably. Exactly. And to me, when you see songs like WAP by Cardi B. And then these kids are just dancing to it like they're, they're fucking in their 20s or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not right. It's like y'all know what the title of the song's called, right? No, and you Wet know what the thing pussy. is? Is that they know exactly what it is, too. There's no way in hell that they do not know what it means and they're just over here just trying to throw ass back and you're just like, no. And then you have now in the schools where kids are further getting confused where now they're bringing in a grown-ass man in makeup, in a dress, calling them a drag queen and reading to them in No, a book. the crazy thing is, is that some schools are actually, so these kids can identify as anything they want now. Some schools keep litter boxes because no. kids identify as cats. Are you serious? Yep. A or litter dog bulls. Because they want to identify as a dog. Are you and serious? They, or they'll keep extra girl like girl clothes because the kid, the parents will send them to school, you know, boy clothes. Or girl clothes, you know, or guy clothes because... You whatever know, the case whatever is. Whatever the case is. And they'll let them change into them. And it'll be routine. Like, they'll know. That's what's scary. It's that... Parents are starting to have less and less agency and control over their kid. That is their kid. Although and the, these these teachers are pushing it onto them, way too like like this should be their choice, not not like first off, all these pronunciations. There's he, she, the pronouns, the pronouns, he, she. I'll give them, you know, they, them, they, them, Zer. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> I'm be honest with you, man. <laughs> like you lost me on that I, one. <laughs> I'll give them all the like. I don't have no problem again with gay people. I have some of my good friends are gay, by whatever they want to call it. They're they're really cool people, and I I I have nothing no no wrong doing towards them. Yeah, you know, it's a free country. It's a free country. Do whatever, whatever the fuck you want. you want. It's not me. But just leave the kids out of it. Like yeah, like why. I'm not saying it's the gay community that's doing this. It's more so off just teachers feeding into, like, all the um, the news and stuff with with these pronouns and everything. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, that wasn't a, a thing when we were going to school. No. It was, and that it wasn't was, that long ago. It was he and her. And what's funny, I saw this video, and it was this guy asking this girl. He's like, is it okay to transition, uh, like, a kid? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, to Christianity. And she's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Then then how is it okay to transition a kid at school to guy to girl? Or from human to cat? How is that okay? I do remember, like, the cat thing has always been a thing. Like, I do even remember in Blaine, though, there'd be people with kitty ears. Yeah, but not litter boxes. Dude, that's the part where I'm like, hey, 
dress and accessorize however you want but once we start legitimizing their stance on them being a legitimate like cat it's like well hold on a second and having stuff for them to actually act like a cat it's almost like when it comes to the animal part you are enabling mental illness you're letting this thing kind of It's the same progress. with like trying to change them into a girl at the school. That's not their choice. Have if, you se- have you seen the videos where there'll be like these progressive parents like they're both, you know, trans parents and then they have a, they'll adopt a kid and the kid let's say is a boy, they'll start presenting the kid options of like, "Oh, you want me to wear this? You want?" They're like, "No, no, no, you want to wear the dress." "Oh, no, you want to wear this one." Or they'll the, start pushing on them like, yeah, "I feel like I mean. it might be okay to, you know, like give them options like hey do you want to wear this or this but once they figure out like hey i want to wear this let me wear this but the kid doesn't the thing this here's the thing my sister is a teacher she teaches preschool and so she works exclusively your younger sister yes really yeah what yeah in california that's crazy yeah she's always wanted to be a teacher so she loves it did she get a degree um i think she's working on it I'm not sure on how that works with, like, the preschool. I don't think it's, like, required for you to have one. But I know she's been to school. Well, you know what? Go her. Yeah. (laughs) I'm proud of her. And so she works exclusively with kids. And one time I was FaceTiming her. We were talking. And because the kids were, like, during recess and she was playing. And a little kid comes up to her. And it's just like, I love kids. Like, super cute kid voice. And she's like, Miss Amy, Miss Amy. And, like, trying to get her attention. And she's like, yes. And then she's like, watch this. And oh, I asked the, I asked her, actually. I'm like, oh, how old is the kid? And she's like, oh, well, I'll ask. And she's like, hi, how old are you? And um, I guess he's, like, four. Like, the, the, the little kid is four. And she knew that. But she was just asking so I could hear it on the call. Yeah. And she's like, how old are you? And he's like, I'm three and she's like no you're not you're four and he's like okay the voice is crazy (laughs) (laughs) he's like okay i'm four think about that the kid doesn't know how fucking old he is and you can just say no 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 you're not that you're this and the kid's like sure i don't fucking care i don't know anything i'm a kid that is true so kids are so moldable they're like play-doh you can straight up just shape them into what they want to be their lego set like, imagine you come into, uh, you're born into... Build a kid over here. Exactly. <laughs> it's build a bear, but build a kid. Like, imagine you to be a box of Legos. I think they got that, Isaac. I don't think you need to emphasize on that it's build a bear. I get that. That's why I'm going with the Legos <laughs> example, right? <laughs> you let a man speak. <laughs> I'm saying, like, imagine there's a box of Legos. That's essentially you because you're born with... You can't be LeBron James, right? So we're not going to give you LeBron James Legos because you're not LeBron. Like, you have a certain unique set. Who are you to tell me that I cannot be LeBron James? Maybe you identify as LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Your pronouns are king. <laughs> My pronouns are king. Yeah. I am a king. Yeah, king and champion and goat. <laughs> but that's, that's a whole other thing. But you're like this box of Legos and your parents, society, community, friends – they all help contribute into putting where, what piece goes where. And so you end up being this thing. But if we get you straight out of the box and we just start assembling the, the foundation for you to like accept this new ideology, you're going to have kids that are confused. And so the reason why I bring that up is because if we look at Freemasonry, 
which is this one of the oldest like secret societies, you know, big ass organization that people theorize to be controlling the world and the media and celebrities and whatnot. They're in their book. They talk about how they want to misdirect soul symbolism by introducing sex to children at younger and younger ages. They want kids to see all of sex from the time they're babies because the way our brain works, especially like when you're dreaming, your dreams sacrifice coherence for completeness. So your, your dreams are like Carl Jung, one of the, the greatest 20th century thinkers, you know, he was a understudy with Sigmund Freud and he had helped mapped out our understanding of the unconscious and like terms like introvert, extrovert, those are ones that he created. So those terms didn't exist before he did. And so he believes that the our soul our like unconscious is deals with information and in symbols because we inherited part of our psyche from our early ancestors, you know, the people that weren't humans that eventually became humans. So it's like we inherited this brain and we see shit and symbols. So you can have a dream and not make any sense at all because it's going for completeness instead of you trying to fucking understand it. And so if we can misdirect the soul symbols of the mind of a child, we can get them to put on a dress. And then now we got people who aren't making babies because from the book, they want there to be 500 million or less people to exist on Earth. So when they say, let's depopulate the Earth, oh my gosh, we're having too many kids. Well, no, birth rates are rapidly declining everywhere. Look at Japan. Japan's about to be an old nation. It's going to be have more old people than young people. Bro, it's because whenever they... They be trying to kill off their kids, though. That was uh, China. Oh. The one baby. But they don't have that anymore. Really? Yeah. When did that stop? I forgot. I have to look into it. But I know like it was a thing, but now it's not. And so that's the thing. We need people to be having kids to continue existing as humans, but they want to fucking misdirect this the, the head, the psyche, and have a grown ass man twerk in front of your kid. There was this video where it was a drag queen reading time and the dad saw it and he was like, What the fuck? And he goes in there. To try to take his kid out because he doesn't agree with what's going on. And you know what happens? The teachers, they start uh, tackling him and pushing him out to leave his kid in there. Oh, They're yeah, holding no, his kid hostage now. Yeah, I would, yeah don't ever. If, if somebody were to do that with my kid. Oh, my goodness. They would not be going. Let me tell you. They might be going to the hospital with some broken ankles. Right, so, because like that is my that is my kid. That's your kid. That is not your guys's kid. You guys did not bring like, you guys did not help raise this kid. Do nothing. You are not a. You have some say in like the school system and all this, blah, blah, this, blah, blah, that. But at the end of the day, like that is my kid. You're not holding my fucking kid hostage. And that's the thing is that they're trying to. <clears throat> our children are becoming agents of the state. Because everybody, there's, you know, two-parent households that are working now. Everybody's working. Inflation is increasing. Things are expensive. So parents are out of the house. And we leave our kids at these fucking daycares that push an agenda. Then we take them to school where there's an agenda. So it then ends up creating this separation where there's 
the idol there's the ideology and philosophies that you subscribe to while in the home and then there's the ones that the state is pushing so then the kid now has a choice do i listen to my parents or do i listen to the people who i spend all day with let me spend let me agree with them because i spend more time with them every day and so then now the kids are fighting against the parents it's kind of a lot it's a lot of chaos going on your school systems are fucked regardlessly right like like no matter how you look at it there's always problems in every part of the school system i wonder what it would be like to go to school with chat gpt because it's like now you can just ask it a question and in an instant you have what all do you your think answers. people were doing when when they didn't have to go to school because of covid there's definitely something like chat gpt by that time well, i mean chegg people would just go online go on quizlet and at that point, you got one person who does all the work, and then they upload it online, and then everybody just copies. Exactly. So, I, to me, I don't think everybody should go to college. I think that is one of the biggest scams that have been pushed on, because essentially... And the thing is, college has never used to be so expensive. Right? It used to be cheap. I talk, You talk to people that went to school in the 1970s, 1980s, they're like, yeah, I paid like a thousand bucks. Yeah, no, it never used to be so expensive because... Uh, I don't remember how I was watching, like, Drunk History or something, and it was talking about colleges. Like, they never, never – some dude came in and literally was just like, we're going to charge this fucking much. You know they why? Because, bag. because we want to get paid. Yeah. We – we they're going to be paying ourselves. Greed. Like, it literally they, – they, they don't – schools don't need to be that much. But the size of these fucking schools is the reason that they are that much. No, like, yeah, we gotta keep the lights on. <clears throat> I gotta keep funding. Because nobody's just gonna just fund the fucking school. We free. don't have a Bruce Wayne out here. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> we don't have a multi billionaire that's just, oh yeah, let's just go build a school and, you know, just pay for everything about it. <laughs> we don't need anybody to just can get into it. No, we don't have fucking shit like that. What's What I don't like about. The way colleges have been marketed is that they sell them as it's like they're selling you extended adolescence where it's like, yo, come here. You don't need to have anything figured out. You'll figure it out here and you'll have fun. You'll party, have a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come. So they sell you the dream. We're like, Oh, I'm here to have more fun. This is like instead of me needing to figure it out. And, you know, work in a trade, be a plumber, you know, electrician, blue collar workers are about to be the next millionaires. You know, what depending, I mean? no, depending on how you play it. What do you mean? Because, yeah, you can make, bro, like, if you think about it, depending on what field, like, you, yeah, you can make up to a hundred and something dollars working at a company. You'd have to own your own, like, company to do that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. But it's the skills that you develop where you're not developing skills per se while in school unless you're doing something like computer science but even then computer science in school is just teaching you theory they're not teaching you actually how to build a really cool application unless you're going to somewhere really cool and exactly and then these schools these schools depending on where you go could range like when i was younger i wanted to go to vet school right uh we got told to you know calculate everything for the cost for like eight years shit was almost it was half a million dollars Holy shit. It's expensive. Half a million dollars to go to school. To not even make money yet. To Yeah, to not like, not, okay, yep, you're going to have this job when you get out. 
Not even guaranteed. You might not even fucking get it. Like, and you're going to be starting from the bottom. Like, that's with med school. Like, yeah. you think about it, you do this, and then you have to do the under the fucking undergrad, and then all that extra shit, or like the... the where residencies. The residencies and all that. You're, and then you're finally making... There's like another fucking 10 years. But even then, when you start making money after like med school, they're still getting paid dog shit. No, they like, really are. For a doctor... Starting out, like, I've seen some videos of people talking about where they're only making, like, 50, 60K. But they have a ma- they have over half a million dollars in debt. So it's like, and a doctor, you'd think be making bank right out the gate, but no. No, not at all. That's not how it works. You have to get into, like, a major field. Like, you have to be, like, specific in one thing and maybe, you know, cure something. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. If you do cure something, we're going to make sure to kill you. No, no, for real. Dr. Shebby type B. Depending on what you cure. Right. I mean, if you cure cancer, AIDS, any of the big multi-billion dollar industries that make a lot of money, if you have a cure for that, you're going to wake up with a bullet in the back of your head. You're not even going to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not going to wake up because you uh, committed suicide by shooting yourself 15 times in, in your head. sleep. Yeah, right? In like, your sleep. You know, the CIA actually created a heart attack gun. Oh, I believe it. The CIA probably has fucking social intelligence that fucking is uh, disguised and cloaked like fucking Harry Potter. Honestly. <laughs> I w- I- Walking around the streets. <laughs> they say the military is like 20, 30 years ahead from a technological standpoint. And a lot of the things that we see rolled out into the general public. Or the movies. Like yeah. Some of the shit that they put in movies. There's no way... Oh, it's real. They, they just they just came up with this shit just randomly. I Got mean, I get somewhere. it. Yeah, they they have cre- like you know creative thoughts, but it's definitely right. It's like they sprinkle it in to be like, hey, look at what we do have. Or maybe they're the creators of the the actual like thing itself. It's the the military steals things sometimes from movies and gets ideas from them because of the shit that they think of. What do you think about the aliens? Have you been seeing how people like in Congress have been talking about it? And I guess. There's been sightings of UFOs. Have you seen this? Mm. Yeah, the fact that they admitted to aliens being real. What do you think about that? I mean, I feel like they paid somebody off to admit that. But then why would somebody... I feel like people have been wanting to come out and say it for a long time, and somebody fucking finally said it under oath. So do you think <clears throat> when the government comes out and says, hey, aliens are real, do you believe them? Or do Bru- you... S- Say, no, nah, this is bullshit. I believe the aliens are real. There's no way they built the pyramids that fast, bro. There's no way that they carried that shit up. As tall as these motherfucking pyramids are, there is absolutely no way that they did it that, that, they did it that easy. Obviously, it took years and years and years and years. But come on, man. Have you ever thought that they may have had advanced technology that we aren't aware yeah, of? Yeah, they definitely had help from the aliens, dog. So you think aliens helped build the pyramids? Yep. And that is based on the fact that it is so hard to even fathom how they built it in the first place. We're like, they must have had some type of intelligent help here. like Bro, because when were the pyramids built again? What is the exact year? Look it up on your phone. It's interesting to think about. Like, a lot of people think that, you know, there's ancient aliens on, like, History Channel that go into a lot of the, like, ancient astronaut theories. Have you heard of, have you heard of that term? Ancient astronaut theory? 
where they believed that there was an intelligent life form out there that exists in the universe and that they essentially saw Earth as like their laboratory. Bro, this they were made during like the AD and BC era. Well, what's the exact date that says there? But with the ancient astronaut theory, they think intelligent life form existed out there. They came here to Earth and saw creatures that had potential and deliberately tampered with their DNA to create what we have today. Because when you think about it, there is a span of time where the brain had doubled in size in 2.2 million years. That's like something around that time frame. Think about this, though. In, this, in terms of evolution, things do not evolve that quickly. It takes hundreds of millions of years to have small adaptations. So in a span of 2.2 million years, you have the brain doubling in size. And with that came the prefrontal cortex, which is what makes humans what they are today. That's where higher level thinking is. That's where language is derived from. And so people see this as one of like the biggest mysteries when it comes to understanding why humans are the way that they are. And so there's ancient astronaut theory where people think intelligent life form came and tampered with our genetics. There's people that think that we ate mushrooms. Have mm-hmm. you heard of stoned ape theory where people think that there were early humans that saw these mushrooms and started eating them and that started to do a whole bunch of shit in the brain because when you eat mushrooms there's something called neurogenesis that happens where your brain is essentially engaging in crosstalk mm-hmm. and you start growing new neural pathways and so they say over a span of millions of years of having all of these different connections getting made where language started to get that's where we started to get language because like the grunting started with you high on mushrooms grunting now you're like being able to assign meaning to certain grunts and then that slowly evolves into language. So that's what some people think, too. Oh, that's interesting. But what were you going to look up on your phone? Oh, so it, it says roughly around 2550 to 2490 BC. But there's a bunch of other ones that say like AD and everything. It doesn't give because they don't really know. Yeah. But around that time. That's insane. That's crazy to think about. Like. 15 to 30 years to complete around 118 different pyramids yeah there's pyramids all over the world yeah but these are all egypt this yeah yeah you're talking specifically egypt but i'm just saying like it's interesting to think too across the world like the mayans yeah there's everywhere everyone kind of has like um you know machu picchu is also like an interesting setup there where all throughout the world there's just like these formations that have happened and so there's this library like the burning of alexandria where they believe like 90 95 percent of what we would know about the ancient world was like explained in that library and they burned it down so it's like now we just don't know there could be things that could have advanced us by thousands of years but somebody wanted to burn a library people be burning books out here <clears throat> but what do you think about though about the stone ape theory I think it has some sense to it but 
You say it's from shrooms again, right? I don't know about all that. So it you makes think sense. you think they were just eating shrooms out there back then, like hella? Well, it would grow out of like animal dung, so like shit. Oh. It would grow out, and so they'd be scavenging, and so they'd see kind of the color growing out from there, and then they would be eating it. And I guess that's what some people think. I I see the argument, but at the same time, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I see where it could be, like, an argument, but at the end of the day, I I just don't. So, when you talk about believing in aliens, how does that, um, how does that play into believing in God? Like, did God create aliens? Or are we the alien, and that's just a human from the future coming in to interact with us to tell us something? I think God created aliens. So are God, are, are aliens human? I don't know. Maybe. Wait. Maybe just a different form of us. Who knows? Creatures. Right. I mean. I feel like they speak English. You think so? I don't know. Maybe. They've been, there's been conversation of like the government's been under the control of aliens for years. Yeah, I mean, when you look at Nazi Germany, I guess they were really big into the occult and they were experimenting with drugs and they would have like these people go under uh, like a uh, fucking supervision where they would administer like DMT uh-huh. and most powerful hallucinogen on the planet. And they would be interacting with aliens and supposedly the aliens would be giving them information about building high tech shit. So that's what's out there floating in the universe where people... Like, people say aliens aren't what we think. They're not these, like, gray little creatures that are on, like, flying saucers. That they're interdimensional. And that they exist on a plane that we can't see with our normal form of consciousness. Which takes something like psychedelics to break through that veil to see what's operating at a higher frequency. So what you mean to tell me is that these these government officials are just over here just taking shrooms? Or acid? They could be. I don't know. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but I appreciate you telling us your story, Deshaun. Um, you look like you're getting tired here. You've been ripping on that pen. You look like you might have been taking a nap. Bro, so. I had to make a great story. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. I think, like, this is going to give people a better understanding of who you are, what you've been through, and... To me, it's going to be cool when you continue to make music where people can come back and see this as like, oh, whoa, this is the artist that I listened to. This is a little bit more about his story. You know, it makes people able to connect to your music a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So what do you have on the, the roadmap? What can we be expecting from Deshaun Neal? I'm trying to move to Arizona, Arizona in the summertime, pick up on some real estate, maybe buy a house out there. And then start buying houses like everywhere else and also get my life and health insurance license so that I could just have a co-op and then maybe start brokerage or start a company at some point. Nice. Music too? Yeah, at some point. I want to be able to, if I'm going to do it, it has to make me money. Can we expect to have... <clears throat> maybe more songs, yes. Can we expect to have a song dropped in the next two weeks? Probably not. Probably not? Probably not. Why? Because... Because I'm not trying why? to focus on spending money in the studio right now. But just from, like, uh, at-home mic? Nah. I don't nah. like that shit. You don't like that shit? Nah. So if you're going to do it, you got to do it pro. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, maybe in a month? Maybe. Who knows? 
Who knows? All Who right, knows? well, I'll put your information on <laughs> Instagram and TikTok into the bio of this episode. But this has been the Searching for Something podcast. I appreciate your time, Deshaun, the Puerto Rican Neil. And until next time, sir. We out! Yes, sir.